Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Stream of consciousness with ellipses. That's what I. That's what I. <laughs> Don't mind me. I am finishing the last of my tape for my dinner today. America. <laughs> Is there really anything quite as American as a tater, tater tot? Of course not. I mean, oh hey, we did. Uh, we made. We had. We brought the potato from. Uh, we brought the potato from Ireland. Huh? How can we make it even more tasty? Fun fact, potato didn't come from Ireland. It came from America. Yeah, but it's Irish eat it all, so. That's very true. <laughs> Yet very racist. Never mind the great famine that almost wiped out my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Tables are being flipped. <laughs> Why don't we have any reparations for that? You know? no. <laughs> the great potato famine. <laughs> England uh, owes us math. <laughs> oh man uh all right well um <laughs> this this last week i uh introduced heather to friday she knew about friday she had seen uh she had seen one of the scenes i can't remember i think it's the uh, the famous one it was like you ain't got no job you ain't got shit to do you know <laughs> uh but she hadn't seen the full one so of course i had to rectify that fucking love that can I can I just add that not seeing Friday until now makes you less of a human being? Like I think it's in the Constitution. Oh, oh it's in the Constitution. You're not even a hundred percent a citizen at that point. I I'm just saying. It's I think it's in the revised list, 2014, where you, Friday is actually one of the requirements. It's that on the nationalization test. It says who's the current president? Um, what is what is the how does the judicial system work? Um, when to work what did they accuse him of stealing <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Double how, do you, how do you get fired on your day off <laughs> get caught stealing some boxes <laughs> when Soki was in Devo's chicken coop 
he was sweating like what? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> when, uh, when a female friend wanted to borrow uh, Smokey's car, what did they say <laughs> to dismiss her? <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> oh, man. Bye, Felicia. Felicia. <laughs> let, me, let me get y'all's microwave right quick. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that. Remember, write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what y'all smoking on? Nothing. <laughs> um. <laughs> that chick was a fucking biter, dude. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> That's all. And then, movie. But the the what was it? Ice Cube's girlfriend. Who that bitch <laughs> that you were at the movies with? Last she night. literally was. The definition of every stereotype for a hood rat. Like she just everything was right. The long nails, the attitude, the hair, everything. Oh my god! So who that bitch? <laughs> who this bitch? Tell her I'm gonna kick her ass. <laughs> oh, I <man>. know. <laughs> what did she say? I heard from my sister, baby's cousin. I was so stupid. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. If there's more than two people that you need to hear it from, you fucking dumbass. That shit ain't right. Oh man. <laughs> uh, oh, but uh, you hear communities coming back? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> did, you, didn't like, even, you didn't even watch season five, did you? I didn't watch season five, but the situation is, I loved Community, but like this whole struggle to stay on the air thing is making me like it less. <laughs> like if it has to struggle so hard, maybe people don't want to watch it. Well, see, the problem with Community, and and I I always kind of felt that is that a show like Community would have been better on a smaller, not a, you know, like an NBC or CBS. It probably would have done a whole lot better on something like a Comedy Central or, you know, some some cable channel. Um, because the major networks play it safe. Yeah, they play. They it don't safe. have weird shows that. And then it's like, well, we'll put it on at 8 o'clock on a Thursday where it's up against the Big Bang Theory. And it's just like, you know, everybody competes to try to get that time slot and none of the shows survive. And, you know, so I, it's going to be interesting. I'm just like somebody brought up a good point online. I can't remember what site it was, but said, how does Yahoo plan to make money off of this? Because <laughs> there is they have like no subscription base. Like they go like Netflix. Netflix has a subscription base. It's like so riddled with ads. Yeah, you know, every five say you be commercials are worse on this than it was on NBC. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but a lot of people they'll finally get their six seasons. And movie? P who knows? We'll see. Who that do? <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I did not realize I had EverQuest opened. Let me close this. Revisiting a classic, by the way. <laughs> I didn't say EverQuest 2, bitches. I said EverQuest. <laughs> I downloaded that yesterday. Playing it for... I guess this can be in my round table so everybody can suck it. And no, it's not on the show notes. And no, it's not in order. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> um. So, the... Uh, I was like, I'm going to check out EverQuest. And I'm I'm playing it, and I'm like, yeah, it's older mechanics, but it's still fun, you know, whatever. I, I've never been really care about... It doesn't have to be the greatest graphics in the world. As long as it's a good game... But then I'm, I'm like, let me pull the map up. Let me look at the sheer amount of fucking content 
overwhelmed me for a minute. Like, I was like, oh my god, I would play this game for like seven years just to get through <laughs> everything. It's, it was pretty amazing. So, free to play. Pimpin'. There you go. I never liked EverQuest 2, so. I think you're the only one. No, I never liked Ever the sequel to EverQuest. No, I said I don't think you're the only one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you said I think you're the only one. I'm like, no, I can guarantee I'm not the only one. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's that troll. I heard the stupidest shit today. Okay, and this is beyond stupid than that. That most it, it makes me wonder what people think. Now, not often. Yeah, obviously, but you know, Kickstarter has done some good stuff. Like they did that whole reading rainbow shit, which ended up with oh, over five million dollars, which is what they were shooting for. Yeah, um, reading rainbows my shit. Yeah. You know, and, and that's cool. And I'm like, awesome, you know. But then it's shit like this, where somebody starts a Kickstarter account. Their goal is 10 bucks so they can make potato salad. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Somebody did a Kickstarter. Their goal was 10 bucks to make potato salad. But and you they want $30,000 so far. Why are we not starting Kickstarters to do stupid shit? Because technically, that's not illegal. Yeah. He said he didn't say he was doing something cool. He just I just want to make potato, potato salad. salad. It's like, well, first of all, ten bucks. Your broke ass can't come up with ten bucks. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't deserve potato salad. It's a top ramen with your broke ass. For less than ten bucks, you can go get a pint of potato salad at the grocery store for like four ninety nine. The fuck yeah, like, let's be honest. Grocery store potato salad is disgusting. Oh, right. Well, it's better than, like, KFC potato salad. Ugh. You know, but it's I hear not... they, they scrape that out the floor. I'm sure they do. <laughs> but at what point do people go, oh, 30000 Let's kick it up a little bit more. It's like, what the, what's he going to do with all of that? So, but the, it's it, – honestly, it's ingenious because legally he did nothing wrong. Oh, Legally, yeah. he doesn't have to return the money. All he has to do is prove that he made potato salad. Yeah. Well, they said that, like, now, because this was in the course of the day. When I first read this story, it had just grossed over $20,000. By the end of the day, it said it went over 30000 people are invest are doing it. And he's like, the person's like, oh, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I was just wanted to make potato salad. And I'm going to, you know, maybe I'll just... I'll have some people over and they can watch me make it or, or, or you know, come over, we'll have like a pizza party and like watch all this or I'll, I'll bring in a chef to help. It's like, dude, what the, f it's potato fucking salad. Potatoes, Miracle At Whip, olives, pickles, You want to do You want to do something a little different? Add pepper. There you go. You done. <laughs> paprika. Add Chris, some paprika. If he wasn't adding pepper before, he don't deserve $10. <laughs> $10 and go fucking rent a movie about cooking <laughs> rent eat pray love or something i don't know they cook in it don't they oh shit yeah eat pray love yeah <laughs> i've never seen it but i'm just saying like, right 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 i watch it every day <laughs> <laughs> see my wife likes to watch that shit it would have happened <laughs> <laughs> what it happened was <laughs> look don't judge me right? <laughs> but you are into something right now though right yeah, your your girl, motherfucker. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, I um, 
I started watching Orange is the New Black and then ended watching Orange is the New Black. <laughs> I serial watched it. And for me, that's a big deal because I really don't watch anything. You don't, yeah, you don't sit down and watch a whole lot. The last time you serial watched anything was when I bought – remember the first season of Community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, that would, and honestly, I probably never would have did that if I wasn't over someone's house doing it, to be yeah. honest. I would have yeah. watched it, but I wouldn't have watched it like that. So the, I, let's be honest. I first put the show on because it had violence and lesbian stuff. Yeah. America. <laughs> you know? I know. What's, but, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But then you start watching it, you realize man, that writing is on point. The acting, a lot of these people are from Juilliard. Like, I was reading up. Like, this is serious fucking actors in this movie. Or the show. Right. And it's just a really good story. And it's, it's like, this kind of posh, uppity blonde chick. Not really uppity, but she's nice, you know. Right. Goes to prison with some real bitches. You understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> just got to make it or break it. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of twists and turns, of course. And seeing how the – and it's not just with the inmates, like, the correctional people and all types of weird shit. So, it was good. I can't wait for the third season next fucking year. <laughs> that is one of the problems with, uh, like, like it's a cool idea because you can, you know, like Netflix releases all 12, 13 episodes, and you to watch at your own pace, and it's fine. You know, that's cool. But you know, when people sit down and do like a binge watch over two days and watch the whole thing, then that's it. You quell, you've quelched that thirst, but then you're like, fuck me, dude. I gotta wait a full on year again. Yeah. To watch it. Yeah. It took me a week. And I watched twenty six one hour long episodes. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking orange <laughs> to black. Cause it isn't a it it's these are Netflix specific shows. When I say an hour long, they're a fucking hour long. They're not twenty minutes. Oh yeah. Like a, like an American hour long show because forty <laughs> minutes of commercials. <laughs> right. you know. Well, yeah, because like even like because I watched uh, House of Cards, and yeah, I was thinking, okay, you know, twelve episodes or thirteen episodes, forty-five minutes a piece. No, like an hour five, yeah. hour ten. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> they don't fuck around. Mm -mm. Now with commercials, that'll be, be two hours. They don't be fucking around. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. She'll be back. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's She'll okay. be back. She'll be calling me in the morning. That's right. <laughs> Something might no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know what else is making a comeback? Trapper keepers, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, I honestly, I honestly, I'm not, I don't have the show notes up, and I was like, wait, what? I'm so <laughs> enthralled. It's coming up. Uh, uh, last week, I posted a, uh, I posted a post. <laughs> uh, if you grew up in the '80s or '90s, you remember the cool trapper keeper binder folders. Uh, they were the cool of the cool. You needed those for all six or seven of your classes. They used to come in singular colors at first and then slowly started to come out with various designs that would have any seventh grader experience that unusual feeling down there. Um, did, it, did I go a bit too far with that sentence? Possibly. Do I apologize for it? Never. Uh, can, <laughs> <Stupid>. we, <laughs> can we relive our childhood or will hipsters rush out and grab it because it's a throwback to an obscure product? That's anyone's guess. But we will be able to own one again with a modern twist. Mead has teamed up with Kensington to revive the old folder. However, it will, um, it will carry everyone's much-beloved tablet, either Apple or Android. 
The only t true downside of the Trapper Keeper purist out there is that it's not a Velcro enclosure. It will be a, a magnetic. I know, lame. Um, the 2004 version will come in two sizes, a larger version that will carry up to 10-inch tablets and will run you $29.99, and there'll be a smaller version that will, run, that will hold up to an 8-inch tablet and will cost you $24.99. They'll be shipped in September, just in time for the new school year. However, I doubt many kids will get this one, but I will because I'm a dork. <laughs> First of all, Trapper Keepers for the shit. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I had this Trapper Keeper. It was black and white. It had a picture of a dog. Um, and it had a plate with some crumbs on it, and he was holding a fork and a knife, and it said, I can't, or I don't have my homework because my dog ate my brain. <laughs> Back then, I thought it was so genius <laughs> and clever because it wasn't ate my homework. I don't know. Right. It this far it. transcended that old joke <laughs> and brought it to a new era, the early 90s. <laughs> oh, man. I was sitting here and watch shows from the 90s, and I start realizing it was a really weird fucking time, man. Mm -hmm. Shit was really odd. It was because it was that trying to push the edge, which is now commonplace. Now it feels know. like to me that everyone in the in the nineties was like a fake hippie. <laughs> like like in the seventies, are real fucking hippies. Like they really stood for something, really did weird shit. The nineties, everyone's like, oh, that's I can't do that. And then when they go home, they you know play at the games that everybody's playing and watch the shit that everyone else is watching. Right, right, right. By the way, that Trapper Keeper was this week's Take My Money. That was in our Take, our, take My you Money section. You damn right. Yeah. Take all this money. It's not that expensive, really. And you think about it, 25 bucks for a tablet cover? Yeah, but I'm going to buy seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean. <laughs> so, at that point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into some news, shall we? Ooh. Yeah. In uh, TV news this week. It wasn't too long ago when we were first teased with the month that the popular BBC America series Doctor Who would return to television for their eighth season. However, on Friday, BBC America released the latest teaser trailer for the new season, and this time they announced a release date. The new season featuring Peter Capaldi as the new Doctor will air on BBC America on Saturday, August 23rd at 8pm. The imagery of the teaser trailer is similar to the original teaser trailer but now we see the Doctor's face and Clara's reflection in his eyes. As you all may remember, Matt Smith exited the series during the seventh season uh, Christmas special last year. It's stunning departure for Smith, that just coming after the historic 50th anniversary, which is still a personal favorite of mine, uh, that we have less than, uh, less than two months before the premiere. Um, for, so get cracking on those premiere parties because, you know, you're all going to need it now. That's right. Um, but there was something that came out today. This was kind of interesting. Uh, apparently, the first five, or I'm not sure if it's the first five or just five scripts of the new season have leaked out online. I don't uh, want to read those. Apparently, what happened was, this was a BBC fuck-up from what I, what I understand. They were, they were transferring something in BBC Latin America and somehow the, the files were being translated to English and someone got a hold of them and boop, put them out of line. So the BBC actually made an announcement today for fans to not read those and wait for the shows to appear. You know, real, real Doctor Who fans won't do No, no, they don't want the spoilers. They'll they, go, no, I don't want to read that. Yeah, they'll go, uh, people that just want to be that guy, <laughs> they'll be the ones to read them. I might read them after I see it. 
just to see how the script is and stuff like that. Yeah, see how it turned out and stuff like that. I'm yeah. not ruining my shit. No, I, I Doctor Who on a Saturday night is kind of like that thing. Like no one talks to me during that. That Ta- thing, that thing. <laughs> Sorry. No one talks to me while the show is on. Talk during commercial breaks. That's what they're for. I like to text them right when the show starts. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> just to be a dick. I would if I wasn't watching it. <laughs> it's on. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, bitches. Exactly. So. Do, 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 do. Oh, I gotta read something too. Yes. Yeah, Christ. Yeah. I just came to hang out, dude. Yeah, you just gotta pull your way here, so. I just came to drink beer and fuck bitches. <laughs> anyway, Fox is known cancel shows either before they have been given a real chance to get an audience or just because they want to hieroglyph has joined the list of cancel shows even before it airs i didn't even know about this fucking show i know i didn't know the show existed until they canceled it so hieroglyph was set in obviously ancient egypt and from the looks of the trailer there is a lot of sex backstabbing and a magical artifact to be found kind of your cut and paste high concept drama uh we've come to expect these days the show never got a pilot and was awarded a 13-episode series order on the network. With only the first episode filmed, however, Fox has pulled the plug saying the storylines, quote, weren't meeting a certain level of creativity. Probably or weren't, oh, no, Pro- I'm sorry. All dramatic, and I read it wrong. <laughs> Excuse me, let me start up. Weren't meeting a certain level of... Yeah, no, I did read it. Yeah, they weren't creative enough. <laughs> they, they suck. Bitch, motherfucker. Probably didn't show enough titty. Probably. They probably didn't have The Simpsons in it enough. <laughs> so they got canceled. Well, um, you know, they were showing a, a young Ramses and then all the young, you know, they were trying to go Gotham with Hieroglyph, but yeah. <laughs> didn't quite work out so well. Hieroglyph received its series order the same way a successful show, Sleepy Hollow, uh, did when Kevin Riley was entertainment chairman of Fox. Riley chose to bypass the pilot tradition altogether and give these two shows a chance before really seeing it. Riley has since stepped down as chairman last May, and Fox has seemed to disagree with his decision on what was said to be a passion project of his. From the looks of the trailer, which I have posted on the LazyGeeks.com, uh, the show looks sort of like an Egyptian version of Game of Thrones in a lot of ways. Um, this isn't really a compliment, however, due to the show being on much a much tamer network than HBO. Also, I don't want to downplay the quality of uh, Game of Thrones, and I'm not being sarcastic here. This this look it looks like a fucking Fox show. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. it, it just it looks corny. Like the idea is sound, right? And probably that I was like, oh, this this idea is great. This will work great. And then whatever director got it was like, let's turn this into a fucking silly thing, you know? Right, right. So, hot chicks. But, you know, what doesn't have hot chicks these days? Right. So. And if you don't have hot chicks, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's doing it wrong. Exactly. Doing. Yeah. So. Bring Adam that's, in there. That's, that's Bring because, Adam in there. He'll make sure. That's right. And that's only because I respect empowering women I think that uh, women should be allowed I just like hot chicks <laughs> to be honest I'm not even gonna bullshit <laughs> yeah I know fucking... yeah, yeah. Uh, alright uh, moving on into gaming news is there hot chicks in gaming news cause if not I'm out well, we have booth babes so. oh okay yeah 
So, you know, sometimes you have that friend that comes over and wants to play on your PlayStation 3, but wants to use PlayStation 4 controller just simply to show off that he has a PS4? Well... Giant douchebag. Exactly. Well, he would have to use his USB cable and connect it to the PlayStation 3 in order to use it. Now he can connect through through your PlayStation 3 wirelessly. Um, In a recent PS3 update, 4.60... Sony has added wireless support to PlayStation 4 controllers on your PS3. Although, while we think that is cool, it kind of isn't. When you connect the controller to your PlayStation 3, it will recognize it as a generic controller device, so you'll be able to use basic functions, and the rumble force and the force motion uh, remain unusable. Some online reports that the game support is also patchy when using it. Nevertheless, if you wish to use your DualShock 4 on your PS3, you need to do this. Go to your accessories settings on your PlayStation 3 menu, manage select Bluetooth devices, register new device to begin scanning for the new device, uh, press and hold the share button and the PlayStation button on the, on the DualShock 4 until the light starts blinking. Controller will be detected and then the PlayStation 3 as a wireless controller Selected complete selected to complete the registration. And to be honest, I'm not surprised that the features like rumble and motion control are not usable on the PlayStation 3 since none of the games were designed to use such features. Yeah. Not to mention that if the PlayStation 3 if you have a PlayStation 3, why are you using a DS4 on it anyway? Many of us have more than one DS3 controller for the for that unexpected second person. But if you think many people will be okay to work on your PlayStation 3 without a DS4. But I think many people will be able to work on a PlayStation 3 without using the DualShock 4. Basically, uh, don't be the douchebag that has to use the PS4 controller when you're playing the PS3. Right, right. Like, that's just such a douchey move. Like, did you bring an extra controller? Oh, yeah. Well, that's not a PS3. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not trying to be... I'm, it's not a big deal. But I have a PS4 and... Right. They do work with your uh, PS. What was it again? Right. PS3. Yeah, with you know, your with your you. with your PS1. I mean three. Yeah. And yeah. Like, what, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. With your Atari. I mean, <laughs> look, I I don't mind using your Pippin, but we need right. to use my, no, my we need to use my DualShock Four. <laughs> dude, as soon if if I had some people over, and I was on PS3, and I told everybody bring a controller, the dude just has to pull out a PS. I'm gonna get out. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my fucking house. I, I can't have people this douchey in my house. <laughs> Fuck out of my house. You giant asshat. No, you are dead to me. <laughs> no, seriously. Forget that I exist and never bother me again. I don't know if it's that, I don't know if it's that big of a deal. No, it is. No, it, it would be. Yeah, because it, it would is. be that one guy. There's always that guy. You know, we all know that guy. You know that... He's like, the one. I know that... you didn't bring this because you didn't have a PS3 controller. You brought it because you need to prove something to everybody else. It's like, no, I only have this one. So the PlayStation 3 that you've had for seven years, you threw out all the all the controllers for it. No, I'm about that. I'm about that new new. <laughs> no, see what it <laughs> see what it happened was Debo came to my place and just took my PS3. And fuck you, fuck Debo, and get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Go suck some Debo dick. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. <sighs> secrets, man. Secrets. Nah, no, not really. So, 
Was it just me, or did seeing Pac-Man and Super Smash Brothers seem odd? Not nope. being a Nintendo character aside, it would seem Pac-Man should have made, made it his entrance into the series a lot sooner than now, uh, being such an old character. The truth has been revealed, that he was blocked by Miyamoto himself what? in the past. What? Fucking scandals. Rise up, Nintendo! <laughs> Take over the kingdom! Kotaku reports uh, series creator Mashar... Oh, shit. <laughs> Mashahiro Sakurai. That's not that bad. I actually don't do bad on Japanese names. I don't know why. It's American names that get trouble. Yeah, American names fuck me up. Well, is there really an American name? Smith. Like Sequoia Running Bull? Like, the, <laughs> Sequoia it's just Bible. English names and shit. You know? Wow. Just saying. I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just saying. Anytime you have to say, I'm not trying to be racist. Look, I'm not trying to be racist, but I hate everyone who's not white. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> well, he said, I mean, yeah, I, mean I, I would say he's an incredible racist, but he said he wasn't. You know, so. <sighs> That's the kind of people that bring PS4 controllers to play with. <laughs> right. Just saying. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Kotaku reports series creator Mashaharu Sakurai. Maybe because there's so much fun to say. Wrote in his semi-weekly column, um, the weekly Famitsu. Famitsu. Sure. You just say it really fast, and it sounds fine. Right. That Miyamoto originally wanted Pac-Man and Super Smash for this brawl, but changed his mind. Quote: At the time, imagining the image of Pac-Man in his incomplete pizza shape, I thought to myself, "Hmm, that's a little too far-fetched." This is coming from Nintendo. Right. All the shit that he's created. Uh, Sakurai. The racist Mario and Luigi. Yeah. yeah, not a problem. No. Sakurai revealed, It seems there has been a change of hat, of course, with the inclusion of the iconic character. I'm sure Pac-Man owner Bandai Namco helping with the game development helped as well. Um, it's cool that Pac-Man is in the game, but it has always creeped me out to see Pac-Man with legs and arms. Remember the Pac-Man cartoon? Yes, I, I do. <laughs> But it, but the Pac-Man cartoon was okay. I have the trailer, the Pac-Man announcement trailer, of Super Smash Brothers Four, and he's just too happy. Like if you saw this at the foot of your bed, <laughs> you would fucking piss yourself. <laughs> but I am happy the characters. I mean, it's cool. I think Super Smash Brothers is, is like people were saying, oh, it's such a big deal. I know in the beginning I was like, oh, whatever. It's always a Super Smash Bros. game. But I kind of get it now because it's not just Nintendo. I think it's Sonic in this fucking thing oh, yeah. now. Everybody and their mother. I think I'm in Super Smash Bros. 4. <laughs> it's, like an all, it's an all-star game. That's what you like to see. Yeah, but it, it used to be Nintendo. Okay, that's all it was, mm -hmm. which was still cool. you know. But now it's like everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon. Well, shit, because half the companies aren't around anymore. That's true. You know. What's Namco Bandai doing lately? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, probably, I'm probably putting my uh, foot in my mouth. Oh, they probably are doing, doing just fine. <laughs> They're sitting out your door right now, waiting for you to come out. Yeah, sure they are. <laughs> I don't mean to be racist, but why, probably... are all, why, why are all Mexicans poor? <laughs> <laughs> Panda Namco is sitting outside my door because they're begging for change. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know what they're doing right now. <laughs> And we don't make apologies for it because America. <laughs> I'm sure there's a, you know, a Pac-Man game on my phone that I can buy for 99 cents. <laughs> Keep them float for this month. Yeah. Yeah. 
Keep hope alive. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Oh no. See, and then I go to their website. They grid Autosport, Dynasty Warriors, Gundam Reborn, Enemy Front. So all <laughs> second string video games, but still, <laughs> still. I mean, you still. You know. Wow. Let's 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 call the speed. Let's let's. I'm gonna give them one more chance. Real quick, Xbox One. See what happens. Lords of the Fallen. That's it. PlayStation 4? Lords of the Fallen? Wii U? Hold on. Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures. One Piece Unlimited World Red. And Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Tekken is still around? Yep. Look, if it's not Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, I don't care. Okay? <laughs> I'm just being an ultra dick. Let's just continue. What's the news? I, even, I like Pac-Man. No, I'm just kidding. All right, all those hate mails can go to Adam at thelazygeeks.com. I'm going to go to the store to buy a video game. So I'm going, wait, are you Adam Riley? Yes. I can't sell this to you, man. I'm sorry. What the fuck? By the way, I have this message for you. Pulls out a sheet of paper. Fuck you. I've been blackballed from buying video games. <laughs> Pac-Man sends his cards. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, moving on to the comic news. Uh, many people don't consider Green Arrow a truly well-defined superhero. He's considered more functional than Aquaman, but that goes without saying. Uh, with the dawn of the New 52... <laughs> Aquaman hate, dude. <laughs> but with the dawn of the New 52, Green Arrow has not been a hot seller for DC Comics. In fact, they brought in a whole treasure trove of talent to make uh, something out of the comic, and nothing seemed to take off. And not until fan favorite Jeff Lemire took over the comic and made it a solid hit. That and, he coincided, uh, that and coincided with the hit CW series Arrow, people started digging it. To bring more television fans to the comic series, Lemire brought over John Diggle, Oliver's uh, bodyguard, from the television series. However, all good things must come to an end, as he is set to leave the comic in September. However, Arrow and the Flash showrunner, Andrew Kringsberg and Arrow writer Ben Skol uh, Skolski, will, uh, will take over the Green Arrow comic in October. Both men will write the script for the comic, while Dan Sampre will do the art for the title. And it seems issue 35 will find Oliver back in, this, in Seattle on an adventure featuring a mystery woman. They claim that they will have some, some cross-pollination with the show, but not in a direct adaptation, but familiar faces could pop up. Quote, we really want to bring the old-school Oliver Queen voice back to the character, uh, Skolalinski said. In other words, the opinionated liberal Robin Hood-esque hero that has fallen through the cracks a bit through both comics and the television models. Uh, we thought it was a, thought there was real popularity here not to do another adaptation of the TV show, but infuse the comic world of Oliver Quinn with some of the stronger elements of the show. Added Kringsberg. So, they'll take over the show in issue 35, and that's set for October. There's been a lot of just shifting around, man. Yeah, I mean, I know they used to do it all the time, but it, it seems like it's been really... It, both Marvel and DC. Yeah. Just creative teams moving about. Well, know. there's supposed to be some big uh, big event coming next year that uh, Jonathan Hickman's been doing with the Avengers that at one point, the comic between 
the month the comic's going to jump ahead eight months and it's somehow supposed to lead to the the rumor is now is that it's supposed to lead to the end of the Marvel Universe Ultimates and um, 616 and kind of basically their reboot but we've been hearing this so many times that it's hard to figure yeah. out what's what's what but so confused <laughs> if Marvel did a solid reboot I think that would be good yes because right now it's it's with the comics and the movies it's really kind of hard to figure out they should they should start first like DC did and and just make it movie based like the movie stories based in that universe yeah so then it's a little easier to kind of you know get people to go like oh yeah I should read those comics again and then yeah, boom because right now it's like oh this movie was pretty good I'm gonna go read the the Avengers comic oh there's 20 of them right you yeah know. right and none of those characters are in it <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Who's this? Why is Wolverine in here? Why Spider-Man in here? They're not in the movie. You know. The closest they say is Ultimate Avengers, but even then, I mean. Well, it's... now, but now the Ultimate Avengers—they've—they're all the young kids now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't look anything like the other one, so it's like, yeah, you're, you're gonna have to streamline your shit now. And to now, it makes more sense for Marvel to do it because of the success of the cinematic universe. Uh, DC, especially now, I mean, fucking. Oh, dude, uh, did you hear who's coming to Arrow season three? Ray Palmer. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, they're bringing the Atom to uh, Arrow, and uh, the guy that played Superman in Superman Returns is supposed to play him. Oh no shit! Yeah, Brandon Routh. Yeah. I liked him. I like I the movie was. It's, I liked him too. I just thought the movie was weak. Yeah, I liked him a lot, and I really thought like, oh, that would have been cool if they had, you know, kept him, but. He's gonna you know play who I didn't like Adam. in that? You know who I didn't like in that Superman movie? Hmm. Was Lois Lane. Yeah. You know little, why? A little too girly. She's too girly because I was comparing her to the uh, the original Superman movies, and that chick was hot. Yeah. And she didn't take nobody's shit. Yeah. That was that's the problem is that like I I liked um, Amy Adams Lois Lane. She was good, but she the thing the reason why she was good is because she did it her own way. Yeah. You know, and it didn't it didn't look like it was just trying to copy the previous one. Yeah. And Margot Kidder was such the lowest lane, you know, that just I'm gonna do shit. She got into a lot of trouble, but it was because she was doing it. She didn't take anybody's shit and she did what she wanted. And and yeah, I when they had um oh god, I'm trying to remember her name. But uh when they had her she just was too pretty, too cute. And not yeah. that fiery kind of person you needed. She was a fucking stupid bitch. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> wow. Who who played her in the original one? Margaret. Mar Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder. Yeah. 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 She was hot, man. Yeah. She was in a lot of horror movies. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, like isn't that how every hot chick started in the seventies and acting? Oh yeah. Like I, I seem to notice, like every hot chick that was acting in the seventies, they were in some cheesy ass fucking horror movie. <laughs> she was in the Amityville Horror, nineteen seventy nine. That's it. Yeah. She was in Black Christmas, nineteen seventy four. Jesus Christ. Black Christmas sounds like a black exploitation movie. She was in tons of fucking movies. It was her first movie that she ever. Jesus Christ! Seriously, that was long. <laughs> like my dick. The best dog. The first thing she was ever in was a small role in a TV series in 1968 called Wojek. In the episode, after all, who's Art Morrison anyway? 
Same here. The best damn fiddler from cowbogey to kick. Yeah, she was some shitty stuff in the beginning. Everybody pays their dues. Yeah, that's right. I'm trying to find... She was in the gravy train. Is that a porn? <laughs> Honky Tonk. That's a porn. <laughs> that has to be. Nope. This is a, this is a different time, my friend. <laughs> Sisters. That's a porn, right? <laughs> no. a, there was a movie called... There was a TV movie called The Suicide Club in 1974. Very risque. No picture, though. All right, well, I'm sidetracked a little bit. So anyway. <laughs> so this little story that uh, Steve brought to my attention that I'll be writing about tomorrow, but being that I haven't written about it yet, I'm going to read it from CBR. You're welcome. <laughs> um... Comic-Con International 2014 is fast approaching, and DC Comics has a special way of celebrating the massive entertainment event. The publisher announced a Harley Quinn Comic-Con-themed one-shot in March, written by Jimmy Palamode... Wait a minute. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of fucking stumbled on that one. Uh, Palm, Palmati... Pal fucking Italian names. Jesus. <laughs> Give me a Japanese name. <laughs> Palamodi, I'm pretty sure. And, um, oh, here we go, Amanda Connor. Thank you, Amanda. Jesus. <laughs> and new details about the issue have arisen via TV Guide, which is oddly still around. Um, quote, Harley Quinn invades Comic-Con International San, San Diego. Um, will not only feature Harley Quinn as she pitches her made-up comic book character, Hurl Girl, <laughs> a superhero whose power is to throw up, it also marks a comic book appearance by Aerostar, Stephen Amell. You know, that Hurl Girl sounds like something Harley Quinn would do. <laughs> know, a girl who throws up. That just sounds like... That's it. That's her power. <laughs> um, more quotey. We've been going to Comic-Con for over 20 years, and we tried to pull, put in all the positive stuff, Palomati told TV Guide. We wanted to celebrate Comic-Con rather than go after it because that's a whole different book altogether. Um, the one shot will feature art from a lot of artists, including Connor, who will provide the art for pages drawn by Harley Quinn herself. What? Well, I guess Harley Quinn's writing some of the comic too, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think they're overselling this story. Um, she's out of her mind, so anything goes, Connor said. Oh, okay, so she's drawing something as if... I should have picked up on that a little sooner than I did. Um, Connor said. Uh, There's nothing we can think up that's too crazy for Harley and that's the best thing. We'll think of something absolutely insane and realize oh yeah, we can do that with Harley. Harley Quinn invades Comic-Con International San Diego hits stores July 16th. Um, that might be interesting to see a comic book written as if it was drawn by a comic book character. That's some fucking like fall down the rabbit hole shit. Yeah, dude. and then going after uh a uh, person who plays a DC hero, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of that's existential shit, dude. I'm like, I need to go lay down, dude. <laughs> I know. It's like, whew, I need, I, I need, I need to go to my medicine cabinet real quick. What is real? What is real? <laughs> know. You know what I mean? Like, after you read it, you're you're just sitting there, your eyes are like, am I am I real? Does this even <laughs> exist? Is this a comic? Looking uh, at your hand, like, <laughs> it's the Matrix. I should have taken the green pill. I ate a lot of nutmeg today, and I'm really fucked up. 
<laughs> All right. Into technology news. While many people have always considered Apple products to be more of a st status symbol, it seems that Apple may have come to realize they need to increase their customer base. However, when you're talking about the, their iPod products, many people have gotten past them and have gone to simply get in an iPhone. However, for younger kids, they prove to be more expensive. On Thursday, Apple has announced the price of the famous iPod Touch, uh, has dropped the price of the famous iPod Touch, sorry. Starting yesterday, the new fifth generation iPod will have the 16 gigabyte model as well as the 32 gigabyte model and the 64 gigabyte model. Uh, they have released the iPod Touch in six colors and will start at 199 for the 16 gigabyte model. And the 32 and 64 gigabyte model will run you 250 and 299 respectively. One of the main differences with the model is that they will have a rear camera on all models. The previous version was available but only in black and white with uh, with a camera option, uh, with no camera option to make the device cheaper. Not only that, Apple has d uh, reduced the increment of storage by half. Uh, they used to charge $100 more for every level of storage, but have gone to a more affordable $50 increment instead. Apple has been suffering a bit from the MP3 player category, as new smartphones allow for MP3s to be stored on the smartphones not just by Apple. Google Play has offered songs for their customers as is Amazon, not to mention SD slots on Android phones allow users to increase storage from 16 gigabyte to 64 gigabyte for less than the cost of a 64 gigabyte iPhone or iPod. Unfortunately, Af Apple is suffering from the issue that many companies face when they lead a revolutionary change. That while Apple led the way for people to store music on an iPod, it, it was going to fade at some point to smartphones that can play music, post online, and make calls from time to time. But I think we are fast approaching a time when the iPod will be no more. Poor iPod. Well, I mean, what you say is true. I fucking smartphones, man. Yeah. There's no need for an iPod unless you unless you have like like you have the iPod Classic. That's different. Right. But it's I like have you you but have millions of songs with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a even with the 64 gigabyte um, iPod Touch, I wouldn't be able to store all my music on it. But I've been store I've had that account since fucking iTunes started. <laughs> so exactly. you know, it, it's that kind of thing. I mean, nowadays, if you're just starting with iTunes, you could probably get away with that. But you'll f be quick to find that. Oh shit, I don't have enough room. No. So. <laughs> God! And I love how all these cell phone providers, they go, yeah, but you can store your music in the cloud. Oh, yeah, have you ever paid a cell phone bill in America? Because <laughs> yeah. if it's unlimited, it's slow, and it wouldn't yeah. do it anyway. Right. So, fuck you, all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, we charge you for data, so. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> okay. Enough of that shit. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Hmm. Hold on. <laughs> what you do? What I do wrong? Oh, I stole your story. I forgot I did that. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Amazon refuses. Okay. Many of you may remember when Apple settled their dispute with the Federal Trade Commission, or the FTC for short, over an in-app purchases uh, children made without their parents' knowledge. Instead of dragging it out in a lengthy legal case, they opted to pay the $32.5 million 
to 37,000 customers that claimed their children made in-app purchases without permission. It seems it is Amazon's turn at the plate and they will not go the way of Apple. So, so wait a minute, let me get this straight. Someone's child bought something on a phone that has the possibility that has the capability of locking them out from doing that. This was before. This is uh, if you remember um, Apple. Remember, remember it wasn't until they started getting a lot of complaints about the in-app purchases. Now oh, that, that is true. You could. Yeah. You, it was all open back in the day. I yeah. remember. Okay. I'm sorry. Just wanted to make sure I was on the same page. Shut up. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. Stop talking. <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> Amazon has been meeting with the FTC in recent weeks, and Amazon described the negotiations as constructive. Of course, something went wrong, and Amazon has opted to fight the issue uh, in the courts rather than settle like Apple did. Because Apple got that Apple money, dude. Shit, yeah. I was like, just here, take a couple million, fuck yeah. off. Um, quote, quote, quote. <laughs> here, take the money out of this drawer. We don't yeah, need that one. <laughs> just out of this. I'm not even going to count it. Just take it out of this drawer. <laughs> the bank was full, so we had to keep some of it here. <laughs> the commission's unwillingness to depart from the precedent it set with Apple, despite our very different facts, leaves us no choice but to defend our approach in court, said Amazon lawyer Andrew DeVore. It sounded like a lawyer, didn't it? Uh, um, Amazon insists that they are doing all they can to prevent children from purchasing items within the apps. They have had a lot of practice with the Kindle Fire devices. Amazon seems to be pushing back even harder since they have their new Amazon Fire phone coming out soon. Quote, in-app purchasing was and remains a new and rapidly evolving segment, and we have consistently improved the customer experience in response to data, DeVore said. Why saying we? He's a lawyer. Yeah. Dude, shit. <laughs> Amazon claims they handled all those issues and resolved them for the customers, but the FTC doesn't believe it is handling it quickly enough. Even at launch, when customers told us their kids had made purchases they didn't want, we refunded those purchases, said DeVore. I think the difference here is that Apple, under Steve Jobs, never truly believed that they would do anything wrong. So if a customer chose to purchase something, they would believe that they purchased it whether they made the purchase or their child did. Uh, Apple had a long history of not give, giving customers their money back. Yeah, they did. That <laughs> shit was in the news all the time. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazon isn't without blame, but they have enhanced their in-app purchases with device options to prevent anyone from buying anything without a password, notifications, or not having a credit card attached to the account. Amazon has been brazen lately, but they may think they have the edge. However, when you battle the government... You never have the edge. The house always wins. You understand? Exactly. I added that last one. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, that that story, the source was the Wall Street Journal, by the way. Um, the the real truth of it is, though, is that it's still the parents' fault. Like, if your kids are fucking assholes who don't understand that they're not spending their money, right? then take the fucking phone away from them. Well, another thing, too, is that, like, with um, – for Amazon and – and I know this through the Kindle and through the Kindle Fire, is that you can have something, especially if you have an app too, you can have it connected to your Amazon account that requires you to enter the password or some apps you don't even have attached to an account it, you know, or a credit card or, or what have you, or even just simply secure it to say, hey, you know, no online purchases. 
you know, so. But let's be honest, that doesn't happen because the parent is lazy. And when they want to buy something, they don't want to have to jump through a hoop. Right. They don't want to have to keep doing it day after day. Yeah. So then when their kids do something wrong because they fucked up and they didn't set it up correctly, we live in a country of it's never my fault. So they're just going to blame the company. No. I, my son, a few months back, he bought something on Xbox Live. And I told him why he shouldn't do that. He has never tried to do it again. And I took the credit card off of the Xbox account. It's not Microsoft's fault. Right. It was my fault. So, oh, fucking just pathetic, dude. Like, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Unless it's unless it's different if it's like they're enticing children to click on things without, yeah. you know, that's different. You, you wanna know? you wanna play this further? Just click on this. Yeah. yeah. You wanna see naked girls? Click on this. Do you wanna wrestle? <laughs> do you wrestle? <laughs> click here if you do. <laughs> Speaking of, do you wrestle? On a side note, AJ Lee's back. Yeah, I saw long, that. Uh, marriage. I was. I. It was funny because I was. I hadn't watched wrestling in a long time. Cause it was boring like sometimes the storylines are just dumb and you're like fuck this and uh the new page or whatever who's super hot and could wrestle but she's boring as a fucking watching paint dry i'm just sitting there with my with like my hand on my like where you lean on a desk with your head in your hand like i mean i, I wasn't even jerking at a furious motion it was just kind of like <laughs> it's like a slow stroke it's yeah, like yeah. whatever if you, and then, if, you, if you if you came, you came. If not, oh well. And then all of a sudden, fucking AJ Lee's music plays, and I slowly sit up, like, wait a minute, what's, what's going on? So, I don't so, know. We'll see what happens. Suddenly, a fervor broke out of my pants. <laughs> suddenly, I was creating far more friction than uh, physics allowed, and I started a fire. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But really, it's true. Sort of. <laughs> sort of kidding. <laughs> Hashtag kitty, not kidding. Um, <laughs> many times people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. This Week's This Bitch is a company called Goldman Sachs. And yeah, you probably think, oh, it's one of those banks. They're, you know, they do everything. This, it goes a little, this one's a little different. Now, how many times have we accidentally transposed a letter and sent an email to someone that wasn't supposed to get it? Happens millions of times a day with texts. How many times have you sent the wrong person a rather saucy text that was meant for someone else? Well, someone at Goldman Sachs did this, uh, did that this week, and as a result, it resulted in a courtroom battle with Google. There, uh, this is where you say, "Wow, that escalated quickly." At the end of June, someone made a simple mistake by swapping out the swapping out the at gs.com with at gmail.com. It can happen, and ended up sending a complete stranger an email that was designed to go to a fellow employee. Normally, many of us would drop it right there, probably would tell somebody about it and resend the email to the proper person. Well, things don't work that way at Goldman Sachs. They wanted the email back, and they didn't care who stood in their way to get it. They have exactly. They have taken the issue to the New York State Supreme Court to try to get Google to delete the email to prevent quote needless and massive privacy violation. Now, I'm sure that email will not bring any single country down or change the landscape of the world as we know it. Google understands their dilemma and will help them out if they can get a court order. 
makes sense. You can see the issue from Google's side. They didn't send the email, nor did another Gmail customer send the email. A private firm accidentally sent an email to one of their customers. They can't simply go to the e go into their email and delete it because someone screwed up. Well, one thing that's missing from the story is why did Goldman Sachs reach out to the person that the email was sent to? <laughs> um, Yet again, never your fault. Exactly. It's always the man's fault. <laughs> right. Especially when you are the man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Goldman, Goldman Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Goldman Sachs doesn't think it's a big deal for Google, which boils down to a little more than a minor inconvenience of intercepting a single email, an email that indisputably sent an error. While Goldman Sachs could face a potential data breach, Goldman did claim that the email contained highly confidential brokerage account information. This seems to be trying to save face than a data breach. Be besides, if another person on the other already opened the email, the damage is already done, right? I mean... It's, it's a waste of time. It's really... Goldman Sachs is one of those old money companies so like they t they told Google, um, some old dude probably in like his seventies calls Google, hey Google, <laughs> I need you to delete this email. And when Google said, um, no, <laughs> they didn't know how to process it. So they immediately went to court. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they said no. Fuck it. We're gonna take it to the Supreme Court. Yes. Yeah, so uh, what are you filing the suit for Google from? Um, well, we asked them to do something, and surprisingly, they did not comply with it. <laughs> so um, we're gonna we're having a problem here. Exactly. Well, I want to send them to the Gulag. Um, that's Russia's. Or I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a communist. I'm just. Ah. <laughs> don't you understand? We're Goldman Sachs. <laughs> Tell me what the detonator is. <laughs> fucking Sachs. Somebody, somebody from Goldman Sachs came and dressed as Batman and harassing the head of Google, going, "Tell me where the detonator is. Tell me where the. Tell me where the email is. Just tell me." Oh Jesus, this is so pathetic. Like, and they, and the funny thing is, they probably think. Like they're making themselves look strong, they just look like fucking tools. Exactly. Like rich people that are so disconnected with the rest of the world, <laughs> they you, you don't know, understand. You know, Google right now is going, like, "The fuck, dude! Just yeah. get a, just get a, just go ahead, get a court order. We'll take care of it." Well, Jesus. basically, Google says we'll do it if we're forced to do it, but we don't have time yeah. for your shit. Like that's yeah. basically what they said. Yeah, and and they and let's let's be honest, they can go in and delete an email. That sets a different kind of precedence, you know. But the thing is, is if Google does this, it's going to open the fucking door for mm -hmm. everybody else to do it. You know, because I'm sure that wasn't the first email sent by mistake. Oh, yeah. You know, and then it's like, oh, you do it for Goldman Sachs. Right, right. But you won't do it for the little guy. <laughs> I sent my baby mama the wrong email. <laughs> that was supposed to go to my bitch on the side, not to my baby mama. Now she thinks... <laughs> We going out on Thursday, but I got Friday open for that bitch. <laughs> Think about the semantics and the fucking logistics of my situation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that was too precise to be said random. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I'm just saying. Uh, all right. Well, if you would like to recommend a this bitch for the podcast, please recommend it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lazygeeks. Or mention it to us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks using the hashtag this bitch, uh, and that way too this bitch this bitch yeah and uh, you can even email us at, at on the website thelazygeeks.com. 
All right, so we got a few more minutes, so let's go ahead and hit some site comments. Uh, so on the website now, uh, when this is released uh, on Monday, Fandango released an extended version, an extended trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. Really funny, shows a lot more of Rocket Raccoon in there. Some really good banter with the crew. It's just, it's awesome. It looks fun as hell. Um, on that trailer, Manny wrote uh, on our Facebook page, <laughs> I liked it, then unliked it, so I could like it again. That's right. Yeah. I agree uh, with all of it. Oh, absolutely. Um, at uh, Environdale, which is a fan site for Greendale on Twitter, uh, in regards to my community uh, coming back on Yahoo, <laughs> at the Stephen Vargas, Knock, knock. Who's there? Cancer. Oh, good. Come in. I thought you were Britta. <laughs> Hashtag six seasons in a movie. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Mario for Doctor Who skipping Comic-Con this year. Mario. <laughs> Mario. He, Doctor Who panel will be, missing, will be skipping Comic-Con this year. So his comment was, I usually skip the panels. They've gotten to be long waits and cramped hallways. I'd rather be out on the floor. Oh, they've just now gotten like that? <laughs> well especially now I mean Doctor Who has just gotten even more and more popular it's just like you gotta get there so fucking early to get into some of those panels it's like I remember when we went to um, Comic Con and like when we <laughs> Steve would go okay we're gonna go to this panel this panel I'm like okay while we were in the panel actively listening to who we went to saw I loved it but in between those times I'm going this is stupid <laughs> like, I'm just waiting all day like it's just boring yeah and then you know Kate Beckinsale walks on stage so you know well <laughs> I guess I could stay for a couple minutes yeah suddenly it's like alright <laughs> I heard it was a good year that year though cause when, um, when she came out on stage only only a uh, hundred people were kicked out for public masturbation <laughs> so that, that shows a lot of people restraining themselves right yeah. Yeah. That's, wait, that's why you wear sweatpants and you just kind of, <laughs> just kind of shift your legs. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Jesus. Elastic, elastic bands are made for a reason, folks. Right. And then yeah. somebody commented on my story. Oh right. Uh, Peter, <laughs> on my Star Trek three going into deep space. Hopefully they go back in time and erase into darkness. I feel that's uncalled for. What's wrong with into darkness? <laughs> So yeah, this it's funny with Into Darkness is that either people liked it or hated. There's no one in between. So yeah. there's either people who have good taste and people, people who are dumb. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. You know what it is? It's because it's such an iconic character. So super fanboys, yeah, are gonna hate it no matter what. Motherfucker right. could win like eighteen hundred awards. That was a horrible movie. <laughs> exactly. What? <laughs> what movie did you watch? <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind you to comment on this podcast wherever you get the show, iTunes, the website, or Libsyn, or ev we're even on Stitcher now. So let us know how we're doing, and we can see if you're full of shit or if you have, actually have a point. Uh, we have a bunch of social media, too. We're on Facebook, Google+, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. We are even on Vine now. Go to the website, lazygeese.com, and get the links to all our various social media havens. Uh, that's it for another edition of the Lazy Geeks Podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to.